that's good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. gentlemen the doctor is in the house welcome everybody to another episode of dr ron unfiltered uncensored another episode where we'll tackle some of uh, the health issues of our day and dive into a topic uh, that you may not even think has any relation to one another the interconnected world that we live in we're going to dive today into a trio of topics toxic water farm to fish and mouthwash it's really going to be fascinating to see how this these are interconnected and we will unravel some of these threads as we go on from the water we drink to the fish we eat and the everyday products we use there's more to these seemingly disparate topics than meet your eye stay tuned so I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude, and I remind you that grateful people are healthier and happier and less stressed. And I remind you to be the CEO of your own body. If there are political actions going on in our world right now, don't stimulate you to take care of yourself. You only have yourself to blame when the what hits the fan. I've been telling you now, based on what Hippocrates says, if you are not your own doctor, you are a fool. He was right when he said it back then, and it's even more true today. So you have to take care of yourself. You have to get educated. <clears throat> you know, uh, the CDC, the FDA, all the a lot of the alphabet organizations are not there for you to buy big pharmaceutical companies own most of them that's why they can get approval for emergency use right from the computer without any human testing why waste those millions of dollars and years of research when we can scare people to take our our injections we can Work with the FDA to get them approved for emergency use so that you can get 100 shots a year to keep you healthy. If you believe that, you know what. So last week, 
I talked to you about Ozempic and, and Ivermectin. Right. And I basically say, you know, drugs have been used off label for many years and they're approved for off label use. But because ivermectin is off patent and not very profitable for anybody that makes it, it was demonized and people died because of it. Now, this weight loss drug, I told you how many millions of prescriptions have been written for it to be used off label. So since last week, weight loss drug carries a rare but severe stomach risk, including pancreatitis. This was reported on October 6th. Ozempic and Wagovi. Wagovi actually is approved for chronic weight management, unlike Ozempic. They had side effects. We went over them last week. Nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. And now, according to the Journal of American Medical Association, the risk of severe gastrointestinal side effects is something that patients should be aware of when starting these medications. Did somebody just make it up? No, it was a study on 16 million people. Gastroparesis and pancreatitis. And they wouldn't let physicians prescribe ivermectin, a Nobel Prize winning medication. And here we go, off-label <clears throat> drug that can that make making the pharmaceutical companies Billionaires causing all this all this trouble. Well, I have to catch my breath every so often, ladies and gentlemen. So let's uh, start off with another quote from Voltaire, sent to me by my good friend Nino. Quote, doctors put drugs of which they know little into bodies of which they know less for diseases of which they know nothing at all. Voltaire said this. Doctors put drugs of which they know little into bodies of which they know less for diseases of which they know nothing at all. And today's physicians know nothing at all. They just know the paradigm of a pill for an ill. They have no, I had very little uh, nutritional courses when I was in medical school. They have none now. You find out the ill and you look up and get the pill to give for it. So... Let's just start out a little bit with uh, oh geez, I don't want to start out with this. CDC admits it faked ninety nine percent of COVID deaths. Well, we're gonna save that for another time. I did want to start out with uh, an article about uh, fish. Uh, everybody's a uh, Eating fish, right? More and more fish. So if you see in the food section, 
fish labeled as wild salmon and one that is labeled wild caught salmon, is there a difference? Well, wild Atlantic salmon makes you think you're buying salmon from the ocean, right? Well, what it actually is, ladies and gentlemen, is farm-raised fish, which means it's full of antibiotics, hormones, and dyes. The fish in these pens are stressed out with abnormal levels of hormones in their flesh, and you're eating them because you see the label wild Atlantic salmon. So why do they call it that? Because wild Atlantic salmon is the name of the breed. It's a trademark name. So years ago, because of overfishing and other problems, wild Atlantic salmon population was reduced in the United States. So much that commercial and recreational fishing for wild sea-run Atlantic salmon became prohibited in the United States. And it still is today. All Atlantic salmon, ladies and gentlemen, in the public market is cultured and commercially grown. Translation, it's grown in fisheries designed to pump out as many fish as possible. So when you see wild Atlantic salmon, put your antenna up. Now, wild caught salmon is a different story. This salmon usually comes from Alaska and it is truly caught in the wild. And what you look for on the label is coho salmon, sockeye salmon, and king salmon. They hatch in native streams, rivers, or oceans. So they're both fish, right? Why is one worse than the other? Not only is farm-raised fish bad for our environment and for the fish that are forced to live in these jam-packed hatcheries their entire lives, farm-bred salmon are less nutrient-rich than wild-caught ones. Farm-raised fish have higher levels of omega-6 fatty acids. What are they? Inflammatory. They're fed a feed that is grain-based instead of natural prey. The natural prey fish are high in omega-3 fatty acids, which are anti-inflammatory. And the farm-raised fish have higher levels of contaminants like polychlorinated bisphenols, PCBs, dioxins, which are associated with cancer and other developmental issues. And these fish farms are overcrowded and can lead to spread of diseases and parasites. And what, what do you do for that? You give them more chemicals, more antibiotics, more drugs. And where do these chemicals and antibiotics go? You guessed it. They get passed on to you when you eat them and into this into our ecosystem. Fake farmers make fake fish. They're counting on you shopping the price, not the quality.
and we've we've done podcasts on uh, seafood, especially that that from Thailand and and uh, shrimp. We told you how toxic these fish are. PCBs. Can you believe that we're eating that? The Environmental Protection Agency classifies PCBs as probably carcinogenic. And the Center for Disease Control and Prevention talks about significant number of health conditions in animal studies, including cancer, immunosuppressant, neurotoxicity, and reproductive and developmental toxicity. And how about the pesticides that they use, the DDT? That's also found in, in levels in fish off the coast of California. And no matter what fish you eat, you're always going to get a side order of microplastics. As 13 metric tons of plastic enter our waterways every year. And I forget how many tons of mess entered our waterways. And we don't know the full effect of of these plastics yet. Yet surgeons are finding some microplastics in lung tissue that they operated upon. There's still mercury in the in the water. Shouldn't be there, but it's there. If it's in the water, it gets into the fish. Gosh, it gets me so upset. I'm sorry about this. And and fish are mislabeled. Well, we'll go into that another time, but right now, uh, you have to know that farm fish is toxic. And it is not a healthy option. You would think they would be, right? What a way to get our good fatty acids and solve our problem of sustainability. But I'm sorry to tell you, fish farms actually increase your health risk and produce fish with an inferior nutritional quality, pollution, disease, Toxicity and wastewater runoffs plague these fish farms. They're fed genetically modified corn and soy. But carnivorous fish require a fish-based diet. So we are seeing overfishing of anchovies and herring. They're kept in cages. The solid waste products, the nitrogen waste products fall to the sea level floor. You have disease and parasitic outbreaks. So you think you're eating fish to get those great omega-3 fatty acids. Performed fish have 50% less of these. And we could go into the pain and stress that these fish are put under.
Okay, so I uh, you can if you go to podbean.com, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, you can look up and search for podcasts that I have previously uh, recorded on farm fish. So let's talk a little bit about soda. Why soda? I'm talking about fountain soda because researchers researchers from Loma Linda University have discovered contaminated water in the machines of popular fast food restaurants. So we're going to get into water. In fact, these, these researchers found that 41% of the water samples from these soda fountains contained and tested positive for coliform bacteria, which is a sign of contamination. We're talking about salmonella, pseudomonas, E. coli. Ugh. So not only are you getting your guzzling, body-wrecking sugar, you get a topping of bacteria. So I've been after you to ditch the soda habit altogether, especially the diet soda and the sugar soda. Okay, so what about water? Well, not all drinking water is safe, I'm sorry to tell you. Whether it comes out of the tap or you buy it in a bottle. And even though it's... The label says it meets government standards. It may not always be as safe as you as you as it claims to be. And again, if we put in a lot of toxic products in our body, our body has to fight it off. And there, if it's fighting off those toxins. It's limiting its ability to fight off cancer cells, autoimmunity, because any of these toxins are toxic to our gut bacteria. So you take chlorine, it's used to kill uh, microorganisms in water, right? But it's hazardous and could be life-threatening. Has it been associated with cancer over time? The environmental health perspectives in the 90s linked chlorination to an increased risk of bladder and rectal cancer. According to a 2019 study by the Environmental Working Group, EWG, millions of Americans are drinking contaminated water that may be responsible for over 100,000 cancer cases ewg.org. The World Health Organization revealed that inorganic arsenic is a carcinogen. It's in high levels in the groundwater in the U.S. It's a major chemical contaminant in drinking water globally. So your your water may not be as safe as you think. I'm sorry to tell you that also. So we have to try and find clean, non-toxic water. Well, you, you know what? You know, the bottom line is you need to install your own water filter. That's the that's subject of a whole nother, new podcast. 
So there's a lot of toxins in the water. They interfere with our immunity. They may cause cancer. And again, we come up with these polyfluoroalkyl substances, PFAs, been detected in all U.S. major water systems. By the way, EWG.org has a site that you know, where you can check your municipal water supplies and see how, how uh, safe it is. But these forever chemicals are manufactured and they build up in your body. They never break down. That's why they're called forever chemicals. Small amounts have been linked to cancers of the kidney, liver, and pancreas. And all these chemicals can cause damage to our immune systems. So, unfortunately, you have those chemicals plus the herbicides, the insecticides, the fungicides, the pesticides in almost every water source. The EPA has identified over 90 contaminants in drinking water alone. You know, there's still lead in water, there's chlorine in water, there's chloramines in water, there's mercury in water. Definitely impairs your immune system and can cross the blood-brain barrier when you put a cell phone up to your head. As I said, arsenic is in the water, volatile organic chemicals, persistent groundwater, and they can cause stress and imbalance in your body, can interfere with lung and airway function and inflammation. A study by the American Chemical Society detected many of these volatile organics that included benzene and chloroform in public drinking water across the country. And there's the pharmaceuticals, synthetic, synthetic compounds, right? Both medical and veterinary. They entered the water supply through poorly managed manufacturing at the source, human excretion, and incorrect disposal when people flush these medications down the toilet. Even anti-cancer drugs were found in the water. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not here to scare you. I'm just telling you they're finding this. Now, does is it, is, does it affect humans? Well, maybe not initially, but like everything, a little bit of arsenic every day for 10 years is going to have its effect. Well, I'm going to save water filtration and talk about bottled water and which is the best one to buy for another podcast. But I will tell you that BPA-free plastic is not really that safe. Because the BPA-free still has shown to have compounds that induce cell mutation. That means it causes cells to act abnormally and can damage the genes. So BPA-free alternatives cannot be considered safe, in my opinion. And the phthalates, we've talked about them on many shows about uh, phytoestrogens. 
that's the phthalates are inorganic substances found in plastic packaging to make the bottle soft and less brittle. They can get into the water. They're endocrine disruptors. They've been associated with reproductive abnormalities, decreased fertility, developmental issues, asthma, and increased allergy reactions. Widely used in the United States. Do you know that there's a study published by the World Journal of Gastrointestinal Oncology that found that people exposed to chlorinated water or their or its chemical derivatives of chlorination had higher risks of colorectal cancer. A study out of John Hopkins also discovered something similar. So chlorinated water is not really a healthier option. And fresh spring water is almost an oxymoron. So you're going to have to invest in a filtration system and filter your tap water. So as we've been talking about, we are living in a world where we're swimming in toxins. That's why we must detoxify every day. These toxins damage our mitochondria, which are the powerhouses of our cells. They can be inflammatory. They can interfere with our hormones. And they may be a cause of tumors and cancer. Well, we all know cancer rates have increased hundreds of percent in the last 50 years. So now we have toxic fish, toxic water. Talked about aquaculture, looking at my notes. Now, how about mouthwash? There was a study that was done to investigate the effects and intended use of ingredients included in commercially available mouthwashes. And the study authors wrote, quote, according to the research on toothpaste, money co many compounds that may cause harmful effects can also be ingested through mouthwash, hence boosting the body's concentration of these agents. So they noted that a number of ingredients and in the concentration of the ingredients vary among mouthwash brands, but they concluded that some ingredients are linked to side effects that can be as minor as skin irritation and headaches to life-threatening conditions like heart problems and cancer. Now, researchers in Turkey examined 45 different mouthwash formulas used by 17 commercial brands. They found that 68% contained glycerin, which is associated with kidney and liver deterioration. 64% included the known carcinogen sodium saccharin, a sweetener. 62% contain pro propylene glycol, a chemical 
linked to organ failure. Now, isn't propylene glycol antifreeze? It has a link to tooth decay. The antiseptic chlorhexidine gluconate was included in seven of the 45 formulations. One other ingredient, cytoperidium chloride and acid orange seven dye can cause tooth discoloration and staining. And these, some of these products as I open with also are in toothpaste. And the ADA, the American Dental Association, tells us that mouthwashes are not meant to substitute toothpaste, but it is an addition to it. Well, in other words, just have to be careful. You have to be your own doctor. You have to read the labels. And they, if you use both a mouthwash and a toothpaste, there, the side effects are cumulative. Water is our lifeblood, the lifeblood of our planet. It's crucial for both ourselves and our environment. And the fish you put on your plate may not be exactly what you think. And I just told you about the mouthwash. What could be wrong with that? So I hope you had your seatbelt fastened today, listeners. And uh, you had and discovered some awareness of what you eat, what you drink, and what you wash your mouth out with. One of my PhD friend, Frank, is happy with that sentence. I hope you have a newfound appreciation for the connections of these seemingly unrelated subjects. And we'll dive into filters and ways to counteract some of these uh, side effects. And I do want to just say, I do appreciate everyone look, uh, listening in. We've been getting some rave reviews and some great numbers. And uh, as long as we do that, we'll keep the show going on. We did, this is episode 502, but I know they lost about 30 of them. So we'll go with that, 502. And this, the podcast can be listened to on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, I understand Google, it's on Google Podcasts, but that'll probably go away next year, all of Google Podcasts. It's on LinkedIn, Rumble, BitChute, and occasionally I will post them one on YouTube when it is not too controversial because YouTube does not like anybody giving you the full scientific report on the V-shots. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, signing out for today and wishing you the best. 
of health and God bless. And we'll see you next week. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you, I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain, call the doctor If you have a strain, call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week.